and thousands of comments. It appears to be a 60 foot wide disc sticking out of the ground, apparently being re- uh, recently revealed by the melting snow and ice. This is a quote from the YouTuber, Mr. MBB333. <laughs> Fucking dude. <laughs> threes. Uh, right. Dom handle. Anyway. Uh, um, story in the news today. You believe in ghosts and the paranormal? Or are they like some crazy experimental, you know, governmental I don't uh, know, planes yeah. that they're building? And police in Española are catching more than just criminals. They're catching images of what they believe are ghosts. There's this weird animal-like creature that was shot, wolf-like creature that just stood out in some odd ways. And welcome everybody to Strange Uncles. Um, Shane, I'm Josh. <laughs> What's going on, man? Oh, you know, living the dream, I guess. Yeah, I don't know whose dream. I want my fucking money back. I'm gonna tell you that right yeah, now. Yeah, I didn't say it was mine. <laughs> yeah, no shit about that, dude. Holy God. Anyway, well, hopefully you're doing good. Hey, strangers, what's going on? Um, we got another episode. We will confess to this is a little late uh, as we kind of roll things through. Uh, and it's kind of like on my end. I just, man, I got a lot of stuff going on. So it's been kind of. Yeah. Shit do uh, be happening. Yeah. No shit. Well, you know, and because of that, like I said, we may, we may not do a weekly brand new episode. We may go like by um, monthly, perhaps we get things caught up. But, you know, we'll still have the oddities and stuff out there. Um, it's just, man, it's that time of year. It's busy. Work is busy. Um, the new kid it seems to be drooling on me all the time. So, you know, there's things. So, yeah, you know, there's that. But anyway, anyway, how's everything on your side, man? Oh, you know, it's, it's, it's good. It's great. It's uh whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I know. Shit. Oh, that time. Like, I oh, have damn. nothing but time, but never enough time to get anything done. I know. Right. Isn't that fucking funny? Well, you know, as always, I will say, you know, we're rolling into that time of year. Um, it's, it's cool to say like this, is my favorite time of year. I already got ahead of the Halloween decorations up like mid September because I'm a fucking loser. Um, so there's that, but, uh, I was going to say, I wanted to kick it off and I don't know, I'm sure you remember the old ones, but, uh, I had a couple movies I checked out, uh, got a book that I'm reading. I did want to pass that on to, uh, to everyone because it was actually, the movie was really fun. Remember the old pet cemetery movies back in the day? I think there's like one or like, two of them or something. Like the one with the kid from Terminator two. I, yeah. Was he in it? I think it was in the first one. Or right? was I, yeah, I think so. I think that was the first one. I know that they've remade it a couple times. So I, yeah, not, I don't it, remember it's been once sure. or two. I know that the first one has um, the guy that played Herman Munster originally. Like he was the the old neighbor that knew about the graveyard and all that shit. And I specifically remember the theme song of Ramones did for the movie. You remember that shit? That they, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to die in a pit cemetery or some shit like that. Anyway. Yeah, um, that sounds like the Ramones. Yeah, t- totally. Very, you know, not much on, um, not much on words. Die yeah. in a pit cemetery. Three minutes long, it's done. So, uh, I was, so on Peacock, I think it's Peacock or Paramount, might be Paramount. Uh, there's a new one. David Co- Duchovny's in it, who most of you know played um, X-Files on the X-Files show. But it's called Agent um, Fox Mulder. Uh, there you go. Agent Fox Mulder. Uh, it's called uh, Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. And it's short. It's like 90 minutes long. It's great to watch. It's a nice little. It actually was well written. It was really well done. It kind of goes back in the past, like before the neighbor was an old guy. It goes back in the 60s and the 70s and kind of describe. It's really, I enjoyed That's it. That's interesting. It was really good. Yeah. So, Bloodlines, you know, check that out if you guys uh, haven't had a chance. And then uh, I got to tell you, dude, I picked up a book. I've been waiting for it to come out, and it finally came out. You know, again, big Rob Zombie fan. Uh, even though, you know, some of his movies are kind of, and we talked about it. There's, you know, either you're a fan or you're not a fan, or you're a fan of like one or two, and you're not going to be yeah. a fan of the rest of his shit, right? Um, but a guy wrote a book that documents the whole, uh, basically the process that happened for House for Thousand Corpses, and then Devil's Rejects, and then Three from Hell. And how that the script changes, the I guess the fucking thing was like changed like twenty different times, then they scrapped it, then they brought it back up, and then I guess it was an ordeal. Like it took ten years to get this thing on screen. Uh and all zombie that for that, huh? <laughs> well, how's a thousand corpses? A wife and I watched it the other night, it's cause we, we do every year. Um it's a great show. Like it's such a weird 
underground show. I, I don't know. I, it's got a special place in my heart. Um, but the book's really good so far. You know, it kind of goes back to him starting White Saw, I mean, how he got into it. And I don't know if you knew this, but I guess his parents worked at a carnival for like a bit. And so him and his brother grew up carny trash. Like they would run oh, the that props. Makes sense. And the, yeah, it totally fucking brings everything together again. I'm like, oh, now I get it, right? Um, but anyway, good book. Um, it basically is a making of House for a Thousand Quarters, or making of the Firefly trilogy, I think is what they call it. Um, I can put a link in the show notes, but uh, so far I'm enjoying it. So. Nice. Go from there. Yeah, I've been, I've been, I know it's like the cynical view of this kind of stuff is they're just mining existing IP for cash. Yeah. But, uh, I've been really enjoying because I think if you do it right, it, it, it's a win win for everybody. Right. So I've been really enjoying like, uh, a lot of the deep world building that a lot of these franchises have been, uh, kind of getting into you know speaking of retooling pet cemetery and going back in time like (laughs) right uh there's a show on peacock called the continental that's basically the story of um ian mcshane's character the uh the hotel manager from the john wick universe oh yeah it's basically that that dude coming up and and how he became uh how he got to where he was in the john wick movies uh, I watch. I've only watched the first episode, oh, okay. but okay. I, they're like, I think it's a three part series, and I think each episode's like ninety minutes, and mm. they're like their own little like movies. Yeah, first one's really good. Well, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I finally got around to watching Sisu, which is kind of, it's not necessarily in the John Wick universe, but it's made by like the same studio, same producers right. or whatever. Um, and it's just this dude, this Finnish dude in World War II going ham on Nazis, which is always a good time <laughs> always a good time just like goddamn just, nazis just gory and cartoonishly violent like <laughs> i love shit like that they're awesome that's cool. um and then the ahsoka show on disney plus was really good uh yeah see that's hit miss i've been catching like different again i'm not a star wars fan but i love yeah. mandalorian um loved uh god there was another one that came out just before that one you, i heard good are you talking about andor uh, yeah, it was Andor. I think I watched a couple episodes of that and I, I really dug it. I, it I think cool. Andor is like the best thing that Star Wars has done in live action since probably Rogue One, which was the best thing that they'd done oh. in li- live action since uh, forever. Shit, that's a strong statement right there. You gonna stick yeah, by dude, that? Yeah, <laughs> I, I think Andor is like top notch filmmaking. Like it's amazing. It's, so far, it's um, really good. I, I like how they put them together. I like kind of like the story arc in the beginning, how they explain. Uh, yeah, it's cool. I, I think a yeah, show. Yeah, I've got a buddy who refuses to watch it because he's like, we already know what happens. He dies in in Rogue One. And oh, I'm like, dude, but you're running. That's not it, man. the fucking point, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's all this other shit going on. That's so funny. But but yeah, like I think when when you're doing shit like that right, and you're world building, mm-hmm. and and you and the people that are doing it care about the universes, then it it can be like really, it can be really good stuff. Or you can go like the dc cinematic universe yeah uh yep. style where they're just cynically gold mining all these properties and not and, do, and no one cares glaringly, they're not making a good yeah, product yeah, you know it's glaringly I mean? it's obvious yeah that they're yeah. that they're doing that it's insane well it's like star trek they usually do a pretty good job with star trek that strange new worlds that that is out that goes back by you know instead of kirk if he was a captain Pike is a captain and they cover it's so well done. Like it's just so well done. It's yeah, it's a great show, but I never got into discovery. I, I tried and I just, I don't know that one to me kind of jumped the shit. It's like, I never watched Voyager, but everybody's like, Oh no, if you're a star Trekkie, you got to watch Voyager. Yeah, I just well, never it, did. I mean, you know, it's the same thing when you talk about the, the, uh, star Wars shit. It's mm-hmm. how much of a fan are you? Like how deep does your nerddom go? Right. Like right, there right. are, some people who are either way overly critical or don't or or they just aren't that into it like if like ahsoka for example that's not going to make a lot of sense to you if you didn't watch the clone wars series and the rebels series which were fucking cartoons and oh, not yeah, everybody's see, gonna yeah i'd, I'd get be into lost. that you know oh, yeah i completely love which is cool that they that's deep diving stuff right there and yeah. and it's neat because it's good for the fandom i mean they love that stuff you know but it's a, like the casual like i know a guy that well not john he's one like marvel he never really got into marvel but i got another friend over here who just he doesn't under he watched one DC movie and he hates it and he's never watched another comic. He refuses to watch another comic book movie and it was one of the worst DC movies ever made. And <laughs> it's so, like nobody like, liked that dude, movie, dude. Yeah, you're not the only one, man. So eh, it is what it is. 
But anyway, but too cool. No, so check those things out. Like I said, a lot of good stuff on TV. Um, you know, we try to be halfway proactive with our lives, but uh, both Josh and I uh, were couch potatoes, I think, deep down inside. So, you know, there's that. But um, you got That's anything true. else? You want to jump into this uh, thing? No, let's let's uh, let's get to it. All right. Yeah. So we've got something again. You've been kicking this around for a while. Um, I was stationed over there in the Navy for a brief amount of time, although I did spend so long that I don't remember a lot of what it, you know what it was. But um, not even the cold. No, I remember the fucking cold. And we were there like in the summer season, and it was still like minus twenty. It was crazy. <laughs> But, uh, you know, such a weird history and with all the conspiracy theories around and the speculations around and everything, everything runs rampant about this certain continent we call Antarctica. Everybody's heard of it. I think Guar played there one time. Anyway, or actually Metallica (laughs) played there one time. I found out, you know, funny story. But anyway, so Antarctica, it's weird. It's weird continent, right? But to be fair, you know, there's legitimate things that are cool. Um, you know, they got the blood falls. I don't know if you realize that or heard about that or not. Yeah. Um, crazy, you know, what happens and it's only, only place in the world where it happens. Uh, and then recently, you know, they've done core samples and they found these, you know, these giant underground lakes that they had no clue were there. And these creatures that have survived millions of years sealed off basically just, you know, building their own ecosystem. Like there's some really cool shit in Antarctica just because of, of just how it's set up. Um, but to be fair, you know, we care about that stuff. It's cool, but we really don't give a shit about them at this point. We're going to talk about the weird stuff. We're going to talk about some of the conspiracy theories behind that continent because, holy God, there are quite a few. Um, and we only really touch a tip of the iceberg. Eh, get it? Iceberg. Anyway. Uh, but we are going to go down the road on conspiracy theories on the continent of Antarctica, kind of explain where they came from. Josh did a little research on his side, too, on a couple of these uh, topics as we break them down. But uh, stand by, everybody. We're going to talk about Antarctica. Open the gates. All right. So first and foremost, you know, we like starting this kind of off a little bit of history. Like everybody knows it exists, but there's, again, some actual titillating facts about the continent itself that is crazy. Um, Number one, it wasn't always called Antarctica. You know, we'll start there. Um, Terra Australis was, as Greeks actually sometimes called it. Uh, They knew it was. I have a quick question here. Oh, yeah, sure. Like the Greeks sometimes called it as in they knew it was there or like as in that's its naming. We're going to cover the way that. you talk about like yeah. animal genuses. You know what I'm saying? From from the research that I went, when we look at way back that far, it's one of those things where they had theories. Right? Like a lot of people had theories about things back in the day, but the theory was pretty strong. And, and we'll cover it because this is kind yeah, of. Yeah, because I didn't think they ventured out of the Mediterranean. They so didn't at like, all. Did they even know no. it was there? No, they didn't. But they had some uh, wild assumptions that there has to be something there. Well, uh, I mean, they knew yeah. the earth was round. Like I knew they, I know they knew there was more to yeah than their the little than their the micro- Mediterranean. I just didn't think that they ever <laughs> exactly. actually went anywhere. What you don't mean there was flat earthers in Greece? I mean, who knows? <laughs> Fuck, there might have been. By the way, that's one of the theories. We'll fucking cover it. It's oh, I crazy. can't wait for that. Oh my god, it's insane. It's twenty twenty three, people. Christ, you know, get up anyway. So we'll get off our soapboxes, but. Um, the Greeks sometimes call it that. It's not the only world's southernmost continent. We know that. It's also world's highest, driest, windiest, coldest, and iciest, which, duh, continent. All of the ists, I don't want to be. <laughs> no shit about that. I mean, obviously, it's very inhabitable, right? Nobody can really live there. <laughs> that's that's the thing. So, um, yes. facts. So, it's hard facts here. So, Antarctica is about 5.5 million square miles divided into East Antarctica and composed of a high ice cover plateau. Then there's West Antarctica that's actually an ice sheet, and it covers a bunch of mountainous islands, which is something I didn't know when I was researching this. Like, they're actually, the islands are separated, and then this huge ice sheet just ties everything together, basically. Um, Roughly, I think I caught, like, 5,500 feet or something deep in place. It's just insane, right? Because it's been frozen Yeah, God knows how long. Like, if I remember right, from my grade school days, like, Antarctica is an actual landmass with an ice sheet on top of it. Antarctica mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. the North Pole like uh is just ice over an ocean yes much. There isn't a lot of land up there once right. you get uh yeah that's the difference up, well up, up and that and that will bring me back to the Greeks a little bit when we talk about this actually specific one um, but anyway, so that's facts. We all know that. A lot of ice, no shit about that. Actually, so 98% of the continent is covered by ice, which you know, I thought the whole thing was, but there's some melt, some 
global warming, everything else going on there, which is crazy. But to kind of put Ew. it in reference, yeah, right, no shit. Um, it contains 7 million cubic miles of ice, representing about 90% of the world's ice and 80% of its fresh water. So, damn. damn, that's a lot. And so when you see these giant fucking icebergs melting into the sea, uh, that might be a thing. You know, that that might not be good. But anyway, we, we yes, digress on that. For many reasons. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, so anyway, not too shabby because, you know, a continent that isn't even populated by us because it can't be. Um, but there's actually over a thousand different species of animals that have adapted and they've learned to live in this environment like, you know, animals tend to do. Life goes on, right? It's the same thing in Antarctica. Um, so the mysterious land was talked about possibly existing as far back as Aristotle. This is your question earlier. So he just ah, assumed yes. that there would have to be a continent that exists near the South Pole to balance the Earth out, right? Well, if we're here... <laughs> Then there's I, mean, gotta I be guess something. that makes sense. I know it's weird. So there's got to be something up here. And so that's when they named it that. And they also actually uh, called it, um, they named it Arctos, uh, which was the bear. It came from the constellation, the Great Bear. And they decided that in order to balance the world, there should be a similar cold southern landmass, like we talked about, that was the same but opposite. Which, you know, yeah. Quinky Dinky was right, but I... <laughs> That's that's wild speculation. At, at, I, I love it when <laughs> just wild, reckless speculation like that proves to be true. Right, great exactly. Times. It's like, told you so, fuckers, right? Um, anyway, so at that time, Antarctica was also known uh, as, or some speculated that the Maori, uh, who were a native New Zealand tribe, they actually explored the area first in the 7th century. Uh, rumor has it. Again, it's tales sure. that's been passed down from their lineage and their history uh, but just like everything else, you know, scholars are bitching and they squabble it up. That's not true. They couldn't be the first ones because of, you know, whatever this stuff. So as we go and we talk about actually discovering Antarctica as a continent, uh, we want to fast forward to 1773. Uh, Captain James Cook crosses Antarctic Ew. Circle. Yeah, right. Not a good, not a good fellow. Came up in, uh, in history. Um, but he basically, uh, Arctic Circle, he circumnavigates Antarctica. Uh, he doesn't really see land, but he sees deposits of rocks in the icebergs that show there's got to be a continent there. So he kind of went through it, not really seeing anything, but knowing that it's got to be a continent of some kind, right? So Captain yeah. Cook was the first dude to actually do the exploring in that regard. And then if we jump forward 50 years, uh, 1821-ish, an officer and 10 men from the British sealing ship, the Lord Melville, had to spend the winter on King George Island, uh, which is part of the South Shetlands group, north of Antarctica Peninsula. Um, the ship basically had been driven offshore, uh, couldn't pick them up. They were stranded, so they had to stay there the winter, which fascinates me, but they, they actually survived. Um, and then Are the those the dudes that ate their shoes? I, you know, I don't know. That's I thought about that when I was looking into this. And then there was other ones like the USS Terror. Right, that was one that was like an ice. Yeah, breaker. it was the HMS Terror, and uh, I can't remember the name of the other boat, but they were looking for the Northwest Passage. Right, like they're the trying to find a shortcut. and got stuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And they got stuck. I don't know if it's a similar party or not. Um, I just know that holy shit, you know, spending the winter not knowing you're going to spend the winter. Surprisingly enough, they survived, and so the boat came up, picked them up in the summertime, and everything was done. So technically. Um, as far as we know, they were the first humans to kind of step foot in Antarctica. So, you know, there's that. Uh, and then if we fast forward again, 1957, um, this is where the start, actually the permanent basis for exploration started. Kind of cool. And I, I knew a little bit about this, but I really didn't. Even when I was stationed over there, you, you really don't know, like, why are there so many science bases and why is this continent set up like this, right? And so... 12 nations established over 60 stations in Antarctica on that year, again, 1957. And then eventually that led to the Antarctica Treaty in 1961. So 12 nations agreed to use Antarctica for peaceful purposes only and suspend all territorial claims. On top of that, they made it a demilitarized zone. So no, you know, armed forces, no, none of that bullshit there. It's all strictly for scientific exploration. They all agree. Yeah, like no commercial development. They they also like have a bunch of something I wish they would do everywhere. They have like a bunch of very, very strict environmental protection. Oh uh, yeah. Crazy. Crazy ordinances in the treaty. Well, here's what's something cool too. a little side note. So I was listening to this podcast the other day and they were interviewing Lars Urich from uh, Metallica and he was talking about, uh, they're the only band that technically played in Antarctica and they won some contest and that contest allowed them to play it at a science base. But when they played the science base, 
everybody in the audience had to wear headphones and the only thing you could hear was a little bit of the vocals and a little bit of the guitar. Everything was fed through the headphones with like 300 people watching in this tent because they didn't want to, because of this, the stipulants of they don't want to ruin the natural uh, habitat and be too loud. And so that's how fucking strict they yeah, are there. Don't like wanna, it's crazy. Don't want to scare the wildlife. Yeah. yeah don't want to scare the wildlife. So here's Metallica playing to people who fucking listen to the songs in the headphones. I said that was fucking crazy story, but anyway, that is pretty wild. Um, but now currently we look at, uh, we have 54 signatories, uh, with Antarctica being classified as non-national. So basically, you know, the, everybody that signed the treaty, all these science bases, you know, they work in tandem, they share their, their results, they share their explorations, kind of cool what they do. Uh, and because of that, um, currently there's a little over 60, I want to say 63, but there was a couple that I think got shut down due to COVID. I couldn't verify, but there, there's yeah, over, that sounds right. yeah, right. Even in, even in Antarctica, it hit everybody. Uh, but there's actually over 60 scientific bases in Antarctica. Uh, most of them running year round, but some of them not. I know I was, uh, I want to say I was at Mercurdu, I want to say, and it was one of the biggest ones. Like it had a population when I was there of like 900 something people. Uh, it was pretty big, you know, and it was pretty, pretty amazing just to be part of that. Um, but anyway, that's fact. That's Antarctica's continent. Uh, any questions before we get into weird shit there, Josh? No, let's fucking go. All right. All right. So um, this is something that a lot of you are probably going to be familiar with, uh, buried UFO in Antarctica. Hmm. Um so this one hit the news in mid 2020 and continues to circulate every couple of years or so, uh, described by some as a buried UFO located in the region known as Queen Modland, which is sounds uh, one like a party square. place. <laughs> What's that? It sounds like a party place. Yeah. Queen Maud. <laughs> she sounds like a real hoot. Right. Um, so it's about a 1 million square mile area claimed by Norway. So, no one owns it, but there are territorial claims. It's weird. I saw a picture where it's all divided yeah. up like a fucking pie. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it is weird. Like there's something with the tree and how they do it. Like, you know, you can, and, and like the, no, they named it that, the Queen Mod, I guess, because they named it after their queen back in whenever, you know, had yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so let's see. This video was uploaded and found allegedly by a YouTuber that has gained almost a million views. And thousands of comments. It appears to be a 60 foot wide disc sticking out of the ground, apparently being res uh, recently revealed by the melting snow and ice. This is a quote from the YouTuber, Mr. MBB333. <laughs> Fucking dude. <laughs> threes. Uh, right. Dom handle. Anyway, oh. um, so he says there is this object. It looks like it was intelligently designed. Half of it is under the ground and the other half is on top of frozen snow and ice. You can tell this area started to thaw out. Uh, this story ran rampant more in the British tabloids, uh, but did again ground or did gain ground here in the good old US. Um, the debunkers came out in droves stating it was simply clearly just a lake or pond. Mr. MBB333's video only shows the satellite image rotated about 130 degrees clockwise, creating an optical illusion that the lake and its sloping shores are convex rather than concave. Mm. They appear to be, they appear to jump out of the, or sorry, jut out of the Antarctic surface rather than sink in. So basically, Manipulation. Uh, the original image is seen at when it's seen at its correct orientation. It clearly shows the object is just a pool of water uh, sitting amongst ice next to rock. Nearby streams and rivers are the exact same shade of dark blue. Uh, you can even see small streams of water running into the pond. Um, so he just basically it fucked with it, right? Manipulated yeah, it to make it look like flip the image whatever. around and make it look like something yeah. it wasn't. Yeah. Um, Go for boo. it. Yeah, right. Uh, boo! I was excited. Yeah. Um, to add to Mr. BB333's changes uh, to the color and contrast, claiming this brings out hidden features in the object, and other new groups tried the same trick with the same results. So uh, the deduction stands that the pics probably don't exist and is just a result of Google Earth using low-quality images to make to make it fast to use. Um, uh, let's see. There's another UL another alleged UFO sighting about a decade ago covered in a snowdrift, and people claim you can clearly see the top of it protruding out of the ice. But again, when reality is involved and debunkers began digging into it, uh, the matched 
ex- the exact coordinates of the location to a German science base that is no longer in use. Yeah, yeah. It so, took me a while to find that shit too. Like oh, the coordinates are identical too. They just, you know, and and it's funny they fucking stumble on this shit. Of course, you know nobody's there except unless you're lucky enough to get part of a science base. So what's the number one tool that uh, conspiracy theorists have? Google Earth. Yeah, so, which is go. not always <laughs> is not reliable. No, not not most of the time. So it's yeah. A thing. Even if you're not trying to make something completely up, even if you did find a regular ass image that's like, well, what is this? Well, it's like fucking anything. Chances else. are it's an abandoned German science station. Yeah, and can't, like, what, it was years ago. Remember the face they found on Mars? And, oh, my God, fucking uh-huh. everybody went fucking crazy for it. It's like, oh, okay, all right, you know. That one's still you know. a fucking gigantic bummer. Oh, it is, man. I, that would have been – I they made a movie around that whole thing. Like, basically, we were there. It was us as a human being civilization, and then seeds were flown to the Earth and all one. this shit. It's oh, I'm yeah. sure, I'm sure. You know, you. you but I fucking, think the movie you're talking about might be. It was really to Mars. It was a mission? I think so. I think it was. Yeah, it's either mission to Mars or Red Planet. Yeah, not like Red Tim Planet. Tim Robbins was in it, and uh, not the one with the robot that went crazy. That was Red Planet, right? Val Kilmer, I think. I think so. Okay, so it's like the they one. all blend together. I but know. yeah, the yeah. one where they find like the thing like there's like a weird storm that happens and yeah. like tears yeah. one of them apart That's and it. then like they Mission find this anyway yeah. uh welcome to the movie reviews <laughs> yeah, but uh, sorry. that movie was anyway. fun the soundtrack to that movie is really cool oh is but, it oh sure yeah it's like all like yeah. weird uh yeah it's kind of like it's kind of like some of the aspects in the interstellar sound score oh gotcha like gotcha. some of it sounds like weird harpsichord and weird like old moog shit. I like, like shit like that. That's cool. Yeah, it's really so. cool. Well, and again, you know, boo, UFOs, and yet again, debunked, you know, but yeah, one of these days. Well, let's move on, shall we? So, you know, there's other UFO sightings reported, but those were kind of the two big ones, especially that one because it made such fodder. I mean, everybody was raving about it. It's like, oh my God, look what he found. You know, when you really look at it, you know, technology obviously can be manipulated and there you go. Yeah. But um, let's move on to the goddamn Nazis, shall we? Because, you know, a good story always have to have the Nazis involved. There's that. Speaking of abandoned German science stations. (laughs) Yeah, no shit. Nice segue. So uh, it's fucking crazy. This is a crazy theory that it's a fun one, but boy, it has legs and it continues to have legs. And I just. Oh, yeah. This is one of my favorites. It's fucking crazy. Well, so the outcome, they're actually. So it still exists and it's going on. It even had two distinguished scientists, some high. And I can't. I, I dug one of their names up, didn't find the other one, but they literally just got sick of this shit and went, look. That's not possible. This is why. And so they got involved to debunk this whole thing and yeah. published it in a scientific journal. Like it was a it was a fucking thing. So anyway, we'll tell about that story here. So a uh, longstanding conspiracy theory says that there is a Nazi, a Nazi base that was built in Antarctica. And some spin-offs of the story hold to the fact that, wait for it, Hitler actually escaped and remained hidden in the base built beneath the ice. So he survived. He didn't get uh, killed in the Everyone big Everyone knows he went to Argentina. Come That's, on. He's playing chess in Argentina still this day as an old man, as far as I'm concerned. But ah, whatever. The guy was too smart to get blown up, if you ask me. But eh, anyway. But anyway, that was the whole thing with Hitler. So he escaped this whole thing, supposedly. But... Um, so a couple noble facts here, and this is kind of what the theory spins off of. There was, in fact, a German expedition between 1938 and 1939, just before the start of the Second World War. Uh, the expedition was on a ship named Schwarzbenland. Uh, however, this trip was not to establish a military base there, but to try and secure future whaling activity, something that we kind of didn't really mention in the beginning of it, but there were huge, especially back in the turn of the century, huge, just because of whaling in that area once they found out, and they use it for everything. Um, yeah. It was a lot of countries were very, very actively involved in whaling and because it was big money back then. So still is a little bit, I guess, unfortunately, but anyway. Uh, but that's why they were there. Nothing else to do with that. So at the time, the German whaling industry was booming, supplied oil, lubricants, and food, as well as essential ingredients from bomb making. So there's that. So the conspiracy theorists have long referred to, quote, from an Admiral Donuts, where he actually mentions, uh, quote, invulnerable fortress, a paradise-like oasis in the middle of eternal ice, unquote. Kind of sounds like Superman's lair, 
but yeah, no shit. Yeah, it is. But the anyway, fortress of solitude. <laughs> the fortress of solitude. There you go. However, as pointed out in the journal article, this is likely referring to the Arctic, not Antarctica. So to put the cherry on the cake for those that believe this theory was when the United States sent a large fleet to Antarctica between 1946 and 1947. And when three nuclear bombs were set off later in 1958, which obviously didn't help the crazies change their minds that there wasn't any kind of a base there that we we're trying to snuffle it all out, uh, let alone a bona fide Nazi base, because why would we do that or explore if there wasn't something else and come to find out nothing why to do with we? any of that. It was it was actually so mixed um, reports when I stumble out like why, but it was again it was just science expeditions all year, and they're testing the bombs there because nobody fucking was there. You know, it's just, it's better than testing Bikini Atoll that completely killed that fucking the inhabitants and everything in that area. Yeah, yeah, they fucked the Marshall Islands up, and we're like, where uh, else can we do this? Yeah, exactly. Well, let's go here, right? But anyway, but now that many documents have actually been declassified, we know that these uh, were training exercises in case there was a war, and that was other spot with the Soviet Union, and not the U.S. destroying said secret Nazi base. So there's that. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yes, there's a lot of allegedly in this episode, for sure. <laughs> yes, now that it's been declassified, <laughs> they definitely weren't lying. Right. <laughs> when I read that, I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll throw it in there anyway, just for shits. No, but like, oh. there was an actual... Uh, you briefly mentioned it, the uh, large fleet that went to Antarctica in 46 and 47. Um, that's like where a lot of these conspiracy theories come from. It was called Operation High Jump. Yep. And uh, famously, Admiral uh, Richard Byrd was part of it. Um, and uh, he warned after that uh, the U.S. should adopt measures of protection against the possibility of an invasion of the country by hostile planes coming from the polar oh. regions which again this is more the north pole than the south pole because mm-hmm. uh, it's a lot more of a direct route to go north over the pole than it is to go across the atlantic or pacific to get to russia or china or any of the people right. any of the countries that we would have been worried about trying to invade right um and so there are a lot of legends that came out of that where it said that he flew a plane over antarctica and found the entrance to the hollow earth oh yeah and craft that could go from pole to pole in like 90 minutes or some shit like that and like all this crazy wild ass shit um and a lot of it is whether correctly or not linked back to like a memoir or something that he wrote or like an after action report um but i i don't i don't know how much he Hmm. actually really said besides uh, he flew over a crater at one point and uh, his bit about like, we need to be careful about um, over the pole invasions, basically, right. which is, oh. you know, the flight path of all the ICBMs are over. the Yeah, pole. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like he wasn't wrong about that, but I but I it's up for debate whether uh, or not he said more than that. You know right, what I right. mean? So, whether so that it, explains it was an actual real right. thing or he was talking about like, oh, by the way, the earth is hollow and it's like all beautiful and and paradise <laughs> inside. And well, I mean, who knows? Maybe he, there. maybe he, <laughs> fuck, maybe he was half crackpot. Fucking who knows? But you, you know what? That's a good point. Maybe that's probably where a lot of these theories are stemming off of just, you know. Again, people take statements and shit and just run with them. It's like, oh, my God, are you fucking serious? You know, oh, crazy shit. Well, and so that's a good point. Um, so we digress on this, too, if we don't mention it. Uh, there's more to this Nazi thing that we'll wrap up that not only is there a base there, but they are still um, being active. And because of the hot spots and UFOs that we talked about prior, that they're actually, they have UFOs in, in this Nazi base and they reverse engineering the technology so they can weaponize the technology. Um, I would say, you know, they've been working on that for, for a tad bit of time being from like 1940 something to now. Yeah. And that, you know? that was also part of the operation high jump conspiracy theories mm-hmm. was that uh, they got attacked by one of these Nazi UFOs when they were there. Oh, um, no shit. Jesus yeah. Christ. And there were some fatalities that happened during this. Um, but if I, according to Wikipedia, um, a bunch of people were killed when their uh, Martin PBM Mariner crashed during a blizzard. Um, okay. So in a plane crash, um, let's see the surviving six crew members were rescued 13 days later. Uh, nothing in here about a UFO. Oh, go figure. Um, 
and uh yeah let's see yeah there yeah there was a bunch of of sorry brain fart uh but there were yeah there were a bunch of like weird conspiracy theories about the nazis having ufos and and like the when you see the the pictures of the like flying saucer with the two like tank guns pointing out of it. Oh, I still on the side. I like that's the that shit, shit they said was happening in Antarctica. Well, and, so here, you know, to be honest with you, dude, I mean, look at what we did after we fucking took the scientists after the war. I mean, honestly, Apollo should have just had a giant swastika on the fucking side of it. I mean, yeah. really, you know, I mean, so yeah. uh, it's, it's a fucking thing, but anyway, so yeah, that's goddamn Nazis. You can't fucking trust them. Can you, but we're going to take nope. a quick break. When we come back, um, Josh is going to titillate us with, uh, some more fun stuff about Antarctica and conspiracy theories. Stand by. Believe in UFOs felt that chill up your spine that you just can't explain. Contemplate the other side of reality. Do you shake your head at the world that seems to have lost its common sense? Well, look no further than Strange Uncles. Find them on all podcast platforms and call their hotline to tell your side of reality at 801-252-6945. Open the gates. So this one involved well welcome back everyone but also uh this this particular uh conspiracy involves one of my favorite memes that's uh been going around recently that's like uh a bunch of ancient egyptians building the pyramid and being like wow in thousands of years uh people will still remember us and then it like cuts to today and it's someone being like aliens totally built that <laughs> so yeah we're going to talk about the pyramids that were discovered in Ad- in antarctica um, in 2016, the internet went wild after three pyramids were discovered in Antarctica. The pyramids measured over 4,000 feet tall, making them about 10 times the height of the famous Great Pyramids of Giza in Jesus Egypt. Christ. Uh, <laughs> so they're big. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this was <laughs> this was strange, as there is no record that any ancient civilizations existed in Antarctica. And I'm gonna say none that have been proven there <laughs> okay, are there, there are lots go. of records that are a lot like the records of the nazi bases uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah yeah uh, a lot of people think that there were ancient civilizations but there hasn't been any actual documented proof anyway um let's see uh besides such massive construction would have required unbelievable resources and manpower to complete unless it was aliens right um so that all aside, conspiracy theorists jumped on board, claiming that the pyramids were built by some undiscovered ancient civilization that had lived in Antarctica 100,000 million years ago, way before mm. any kind of humans or human ancestors were a thing. Um, they say that Antarctica was at the equator at the time, so living conditions were more tolerable. Uh, however, they added that the government is hiding information that has been blocked uh the, or sorry, and has even blocked pictures of the pyramids on Google Earth, which uh, we'll probably come back to that. Go- Google Earth, yet information. again. The dastardly people at Google Earth, man. <laughs> the Fuck. powers that be. Right. <laughs> um, scientists counter that the supposed pyramids are either horn or none attack mountains. A horn is formed after erosion washes down the sides of a mountain, making it appear like a pyramid. And none attacks are a category of mountain that are so tall that they rise above the permafrost covering Antarctica. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The pyramids. I'm sorry. I, 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 need I want to. them to be. Wouldn't it be cool? Yeah, that would be amazing. Uh, um, according to scientists, the supposed pyramids could not have been built by an ancient civilization because Antarctica was actually at the South Pole 100 million years ago. Uh, the ancient civilization part could not be true either because the earliest human species appeared 2 million years ago. Well, wait, what? As far as we know. So let me see. Let me do some quick Montana math. Let me see. 100 million minus 2 million. Yeah, that's a jump. It's like 98 million yeah, or something. Yeah, I think so. Let that's me take off much. my shoes. Eh, eh, it's a thing. Yeah. Give or take. Mm. Um, as a result, the so-called pyramids could have only been built by dinosaurs. 
Uh, just picture the fucking T-Rex stupid. with their tiny little arms, no opposable thumbs, stacking blocks, <laughs> uh, trying whatever. to make shit happen. Yeah, but oh, I mean, God. if you got the weird Christo-fascist approved textbooks in your schools uh, that show man coexisting with dinosaurs, oh, yeah. who fucking knows? Maybe, oh, yeah, exactly. I, you know, it fucking amazes me that that was like actually our – I, anyway, I, I'm not going to go down yeah. that road. It just fucking stuns me. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Mm. They're only separated by about 60 million years or Give something or take, like that. Right? Yeah, yeah. Know. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy shit. Anyway, to go with this theory, there is also a belief in the crazy circle uh, that there is an underground race that lives below these pyramids. Ah. Different versions of this theory exist, but the most popular one is similar to the Allurian theory that there was a massive ancient war that forced an ancient civilization underground. And while trying to survive, discovered different stones and exotic elements where they created an underground utopia where there is unlimited power, unlimited age and weapons to protect themselves. If there were ever another cataclysmic upheaval, um, this to me sounds like a fucking great video. You game. really got to watch those cataclysmic upheavals. I mean, they sneak up on you. So, I mean, you know, if you're not yeah. paying attention. Right. Um, I, I always thought this one, this theory, though, was pretty fun uh, because it kind of comes in with like some of the weird, mysterious shit about Gobe- Gobekli Tepe in Turkey. Yeah. Yeah. And like uh, there was like, I can't remember when exactly it was, but there was like an old civilization that was writing about some kind of like black, crazy thing coming out of the sky that people theorize might have been a comet or like a an asteroid or something. And then like a disaster anyway, um, that's all besides the point, which it all still also sounds like a fun video game or Conan, the barbarian movie. <laughs> Definitely you know? a Conan barbarian. I would totally be on board if they made a movie like this. Oh, I'm sure they have probably a B movie that we missed somewhere. Gotta along be on the line. Yeah, it's yeah. probably amazing. Yeah. There's no way that's laying on the cutting room floor. And nobody's picked that shit up. There's no way. Yeah. Well, I so. mean, there was like an alien base there in the, uh, Stargate SG one when the, new guy took over after oh, MacGyver shit. left. I fucking <laughs> forgot about that show. Jesus Christ. Uh, okay. Uh, anyway, <laughs> lastly, there are people who believe that Antarctica is where Atlantis actually was, hmm. which ties together the ancient civilization thing. Uh, the idea kicked off in the 1950s after Professor Charles Hapgood, a historian, suggested that Antarctica was home to some undiscovered ancient civilization. Hapgood's belief hinged on the theory that Antarctica was not covered with ice 11,600 years ago. Hmm. Uh, conspiracy theorists claimed that Hapgood was right. However, they added that the civilization was actually Atlantis, which remains covered in ice today in 1995. God, that ties right into fucking Stargate Atlantis. <laughs> anyway, really? in 1995, <laughs> Graham Hancock asserted in his study, Fingerprints of the Gods, that the people of Atlantis had migrated from Antarctica to found the Aztec, Mayan, and Egyptian empires, which is a fun as fuck theory, by the way. <laughs> it is. Um, a, I tried to read that fucking book, dude, and I got to like chapter three, and I was like, I, I can't. I, just I just can't, can't keep going. But the this. idea of it is so fun. Oh, the so idea cool. is awesome. I mean, it's like, oh my god, wh- why are we working? What's real life? We could focus on this shit and be so much no more shit. happier. We could just know? say things oh with god. confidence. <laughs> That's all it is. It's confidence. Fuck. We're mediocre white men. We should be. We should have that confidence. What the <laughs> right. fuck? Exactly. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway, um, uh, so just to put crazy. a cherry on top of the proverbial Sunday. Um, God Hancock guy. My God. <laughs> I, you know, yeah. like I said, and it's funny. He's got a bunch of books out there. I don't know if you ever stumbled uh, on yeah, him, And but some of them, some of his ideas make fucking sense. They actually, well, okay, here's another one. Zachariah Stitchin, for example. Some of his I, cherries to the gods. If you really pull stuff away and look at it, it's like, wait a minute. That isn't too fucking crazy. But it's just hard to hold on to it. It is just so hard to fucking make it a thing, you know? Well, yeah, so, like uh, he even has a show on Netflix that he like narrates and has something to do with that's like ancient cataclysms or something. What, that's Graham Hancock? Yeah. Oh, does he? Oh, it's I didn't know It's really that fucking shit. good. And oh, it's like he's shit. talking about like actual documented historical things, not hmm. like... Uh, well, so here's a fucking not thing. Not so out there shit, but like yeah. it's... It's a little bit out there. It's it's like leans into the realm of like ancient aliens type shit, but it's yeah, yeah, more yeah. fact based and more talking about things that actually happened, like the collapse of Mayan civilization and shit like that. You know what I mean? Well, well this is it, this is good. how they fucking do it though. They interweave facts that 
are true in history or have proven that more likely they're true. And they interweave that and they start going down this other road and they tie that fact all along with them to go down this other weird conspiracy road. That's how they get these people that just, you know, you, 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 they mix that history with, oh, it could be this. And fucking well, and just it's so much and more sinker. fun and less dry than regular ass it history. It is. I get you know it. What I, mean? I totally like, fucking get for, it. For instance, his assertion about Atlanteans migrating out and forming the Mayan empire. Like, dude, that all lines up with my favorite theory that the plot from aliens versus predator is <laughs> fucking real is right. our real no, true history. No you know what I mean? Well, you know what? Okay. So not, not to it's sound awesome. kooky, but listen to it. So say, okay, let hypothetical. Let, let's let's uh, let me pull out the soapbox. Hold on. Here it is. If say we believe in Atlantean theory, which there was a time in my life that I really did. And I'm not going to say that they yeah, did. Absolutely. I mean, shit, the Sumerians, they didn't know the Sumerians existed for fucking ever. And all of a sudden they yeah. were, wait a minute, this was a civilization. We found carvings. They're a thing. Here's their, I mean, it was all laid out. The first writ, the first civilization with written language. The written language, Sumerians, exactly, right? But yeah. that was only last, what, 50 or so years, I want to say, if that. Mm, with the Sumerians might have been longer. I think it longer. might have been a little bit longer than that. Was it? But. Well, I like, think it was like you know, mid twentieth century. Okay, okay, fair enough. So, say Atlanteans were a race. Who's to say that they didn't? Holy shit! Our fucking thing is sinking. We need to migrate. And they went, and they're the actual Mayans, or they're the. Who's to say? Who's to well, say and, that that didn't happen? I mean, shit. All right, and this comes you know? back with one of my real comes back to one of my <laughs> Stand real. Stand by, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> not, uh, not the. Not the aliens versus predator being our real history, but for real. So like even today, something like 80% of the global population lives near a coastline, right? Or a river valley. Right, right. And kind of goes back to why every culture has a flood myth, right? And it's because everyone lives near the water. So when the ice ages ended and sea levels started rising and that would push up rivers too, uh, there were floods pretty much everywhere. Most people lived, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, and because of that, I do think that human civilization goes back a lot further than we know. It's just that a lot of it's fucking underwater now. I, you know yeah. what? I, I tend to really agree with you there. I, I just, I just stumbled on an article about a week or so ago and they just found another, like Egypt, for example, they found a city that was sunken that they can prove it was, they're finding statues and shit that after yeah. all the, you know, I mean, it's still, and we can, and we've talked about this on, we talked about this a couple times at least, but every time they find a footprint or they find something, it sets us back another five, back another 10 to back. Oh, wait a minute. No, we migrated, you know, the fucking land shelf, you know, 30,000 years prior to what we thought we did. I mean, I'm not, no, I'm not squalling you at all. I think that's very legitimate to say. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, I mean, like, so, I, I remember hearing something somewhere that they found human artifacts in the Bay of Bengal and that, like, indicated, like, a, like they found the remains of a settlement, you know, yeah. that's now underwater. It's, like, a couple miles off the coast in the mm-hmm. bay now. Um, but they found, like, mirrors and, like, combs and, and like, yeah. human artifacts that indicate civilization that date back, like, 30,000 years before we're supposed to yeah, yeah, it, it's it's shit like that fascinates me, especially know. when we do fucking dumb ourselves, not dumb ourselves, especially when we look at and we prove ourselves wrong yet again and yet again, like, oh, we thought this. Oh, no, now that I mean, that's what science is, right? You know, I mean, really, you can't. Yeah, look, that's why almost theory. everything is a theory and not a law. Exactly. Exactly. Because nothing really is ever written in stone, you know. So, no, absolutely. I mean, I, I so there's something to that. But but again, whether there's you know it ties into Lanny, I uh, I don't know yeah but let's throw this in here let's uh, as long as we're talking about um, crazy shit <clears throat> let's have well, the flat earthers have something to say so there's oh another weird conspiracy hang on your shorts on this one uh, that the whole of Antarctica and the South Pole actually don't exist did you hear about this one because I never heard this one about Antarctica yes it's theories. one of my favorite fucking parts of flat earth theory it's so great i didn't i heard about the like the uh, anyway so let's go through this so this belief is most common among flat earthers who claim that our planet is flat right because why not flat earthers believe that the north pole is actually at the center of the world while the south pole surrounds earth so according to the flat earthers antarctica is actually a thick wall about 100 to 200 feet high that surrounds our entire planet and the wall stops everything from falling over the edge of the earth 
Think, right? think the wall from Game of Thrones. <laughs> there you go. Like we're so you're saying it's a bowl. So we're stuck in a bowl. That's okay. Yep, and the wall okay. is there to keep us in. The wall and the firmament, which is mm. basically the sky isn't really the sky, it's a fucking dome. Okay, okay. The powers yeah. that be project the night sky on and like Truman Show level shit. It's fucking wild. I'm getting a twitch in my eye again. I, I just, this shit's fucking, anyway. So they, the Flat Earthers say they cannot confirm the existence of the wall because world governments, along with the United Nations and along with Google Earth, I'm sure, are all in on hiding what really resides beyond said wall. Conspiracy theorists believe that the British Captain Cook, who we mentioned earlier, right, was one of the first guys, is one of the yep. few humans to have ever seen the wall apart from the government agencies. So supposedly Captain Cook reported seeing the huge wall during the three voyages he made to Antarctica. The wall covered the entire coastline, and he could not land anywhere because it was just too tall to climb. Which so, makes there you go. sense because you've all we've all seen footage of like glaciers and ice shelves coming up 100%. to the water. Yeah, line, exactly. Right? Where they it yeah. does look like a massive wall I mean, and there's nowhere to fucking. Yeah, get what, to what it, are you going to do? So I mean that. And again, they're taking, and of course you're going to find that in the same place when you keep going back to the same <laughs> exactly. place. It's not like he's saying he found this every time he tried to like sail around. Yeah, like it was a solid fucking... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, again, taking something out of a journal or history document fact of of documenting the the route and, oh, no, he saw it too. He said it right here. You know? So, fuck. Anyway. Anyway, you know, there's... So, yeah. Yeah, I always got to have the Flat Earther sword in there somewhere about... Dude, full disclosure, I fucked with Flat Earth Theory. uh, And I think I've talked about it on here a couple times. But, like, I kind of got into it, like, in 2016 for, like, a week or two. Like, I started (laughs) out, like, trying to convince my uh, boss at the time that it was real because I thought he was kind of gullible and I thought it would be funny. And then I ended up fucking falling for (laughs) it for a minute and being like, damn, this whole ice wall thing, that's compelling. Like, in part of it, they they talk about uh, the the nukes that they set up to the Van Allen belt that they set off in the Van Allen belt were, uh, weren't really about doing research about detonating a nuclear weapon in space, but were trying to crack a hole in the fucking firmament so we could fucking get out. Oh, and like that it, it, it ties in the whole, like maybe earth is a fucking like the reason why we haven't made any real contact with any, uh, other extraterrestrial civilizations is that they're keeping us quarantined on earth. Cause we're just fucking nasty little scorpions that they don't want out <laughs> in the fucking peaceful universe. You know, you know, when you say it like that, I mean, that kind of makes sense. I'll, I'll lean like, towards I, that, but you know, I watched the flat earth documentary on Netflix a while back. And like, I felt bad for the people that were in it because like I said, like I fucked with it for a minute. Like I was like, maybe. <laughs> and like, I can see how people could get taken into it. It's just like, so easy to prove that it's not real yeah well it's like, you know like I mean? it's like anything else you know and if i remember that documentary well it was like two three years ago right it wasn't that long ago or was it or was it no yeah it was like maybe yeah i want to say like after yeah it was and and i think at the end of it wasn't it like the guy that was trying to prove the experiment to prove the earth was flat it fucking horribly failed and proved basically there's no way the earth could be flat wasn't that the was he that the was basically one? like, okay, we've got this experiment. It's like we're X distance apart. We're shining a light through like a hole in a board to us to another board. That's like 20 yards away or something mm. like that. Like, I can't remember the exact distance. I'm just pulling numbers out of my ass. But basically it was like, he's explaining the experiment as they're setting it up. And he's saying, so if, if the light shows up on this part of the board, then that proves that the earth is flat. And if it shows up on this part of the board, which it won't, that proves the curvature of the earth. And it showed up where it would prove the curvature of the earth first try. And he was like, that can't be right. We got to try it again. And they kept trying it and they kept (laughs) getting proof that it was, this is what I meant when I said, it's so easy to prove that it's not true. Yeah. And they just, the dude just could not handle it because it was like, that shouldn't work. That shouldn't work. And it's like, I just, dude, it's just don't proving fucking get it. It's like one of the two brain cells. things you said it would prove. Yeah. It's like being a Trump. So I wish it was so, I wish so I could convince fucking Trump supporters what really is going on, but that's a lost cause too. So there's mm. that anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, anyway, we kind of talked about this a little bit when we talked about Admiral bird and operation high jump. Um, but, uh, allegedly there's a hidden gate to the inner earth 
in Antarctica. Oh. In, in January 2019, it was reported that scientists from NASA and the German Aerospace Center had discovered a crater deep under the permafrost of Antarctica. Although it was only recently reported the crater was first discovered during an analysis of satellite images of Antarctica in 2006. Scientists think the crater was formed by one of the asteroids that hit the Earth millions of years ago and caused the extinction of the dinosaurs. However, conspiracy theorists do not think so. Of course. Of course not. Uh, They have suggested that the crater is part of the secret Nazi base that we mentioned earlier. Others believe that the crater was discovered during U.S. Navy operations to find the entrance into the Earth, which is, again, Operation High Jump, which was not at all about that. Um, They think the crater is the entrance. Fucking idiots. So, um, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. This so is that again comes back to some of the claims that are probably not real that Admiral Byrd saw, like, flew his plane over a hole that went from yeah. pole to pole and, like, yeah. all that fucking shit. Well, it's and like, and sun I, in the middle of the earth. Yeah. And I, I don't think it's Antarctica. I think I want to say it's Arctic. Um, the Russians drilled a hole like years ago. That yeah. Supposedly the reached, Peninsula. Yeah. Yeah. Reached hell and you could actually hear the fucking screams and shit. And you're just like, fuck. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Crazy. Well, here's one thing, too. And we're going to, we're kind of getting into this, but this is warranted to be mentioned because this is, ah, this is interesting. And I will say this. So this is in regards to a map called the Paris Reese map. So, composed by Turkish Admiral Paris Reis, uh, the map is a combination of much older maps discovered in 1929. So, written on gazelle skin parchment, the chart was originally discovered in Istanbul, Turkey. While German theologian Gustav Diesmann was cataloging the contents of Istanbul's uh, Tabaki Palace's library, he and the palace director came across bundles of maps and charts hidden within piles of disregarded bullshit that people thrown away, basically. So, he, he realized that the importance of this find... He brought it to an expert, and it was then pinned as the Paris-Reese map. So named for the medieval cartographer Paris-Reese, who signed the very bottom of it. But interesting is this. So was the map seemingly identified, actually once they identified the map, along with the usual land masses and the different continents and all that stuff, there was another one, Antarctica. So uh, the continent had only been discovered 200 years earlier. So what was it doing on a map from 1513? So there's a little backstory to this. So in 1513, uh, again, we talked about this Ottoman Turkish admiral, geographer, and cartographer, uh, Paris Reis, created a map of the world as it was known up until that point. Uh, Paris claimed that an inscription that the chart was based on about 20 other maps in Portuguese, Spanish, and Arabic, and actually included some drawn by Christopher Columbus, who discovered the, well, supposedly, again, allegedly discovered the new world, which he did not, but we digress. Um, And there's an inscription at the bottom of the map that says the following, and there are, it's not verbatim because there are definitions added because some of these things weren't there yet so we added them in there but this was a quote at the bottom uh i'm gonna butcher the hell out of this fair <laughs> warning um let's see so from eight jafferias of that kind and one arabic map of hind which is india and from four newly drawn portuguese maps which show the countries of Sindh, now modern day pakistan hind and uh, Chin, China, uh, geometrically drawn, and also from a map drawn by Kulunbu, oh, which is Columbus, <laughs> um, in the western region, I have extracted it. By reducing all these maps to one scale, this final form was arrived at, so that this map of these lands is regarded by semen as accurate and as reliable as the accuracy and reliability of the seven seas on the aforesaid maps. Oh, you didn't do too shabby at all. Actually, I would have fucking done way worse than that. So anyway, that was written at the bottom of the parchment. So along with the most uh, most of the usual pieces of land, the Paris Reese map also shows one that's more interesting. Along the bottom section, the map appears to show the northern coast of Antarctica. However, according to almost all historians, the continent hadn't been discovered until 1733. Even more interestingly, the continent is connected to South America and doesn't seem to be covered in ice. Uh, there's historians behind this, but one that actually made most of the ruckus here. One historian, uh, Captain Lorenzo W. Burroughs, a uh, U.S. Air Force captain with background in cartography, uh, claims the depiction of Antarctica is accurate and that it looks like the continent before it was covered in ice. And then he has a quote on this as well. The Princess Martha, coast of Queen Maudland, 
that's a mouthful, Antarctica appears to be truly represented on the southern sector of the Piri Reis map. He he wrote in a letter, the agreement of the Piri Reis of the Piri Reis map with the seismic profile of this area made by the Norwegian British Swedish expedition in 1949 uh, places beyond a reasonable doubt the conclusion that the original source maps must have been made before the present Antarctic ice cap covered Queen Maudland's coasts. Mm. So that's interesting. And again, it's one of these things where, um, well, let me, let me finish the story. So as for why Antarctica would be connected to South America, another historian as an answer, he thinks. So Dr. Charles Habgood, which we talked about earlier, the professor and historian that Burroughs has sent this letter to claimed that in the past, coastlines were exaggerated in size in order to make details easier to see, which is true. I, I, I That makes sense. In the name of these details, coastal accuracies were often overlooked, resulting in continents that seemed more connected. Uh, other cartographers and researchers have suggested that the landmass could simply be an island and use Hapgood's explanation that sizes were distorted as their proof. Nonetheless, Kind of beyond interesting that something like this even exists. Uh, again, maybe it's Antarctica, maybe it's not, but it's just weird, like, you know, 1533 and you're going to, uh, I don't know. We want to mention it because it is still, the theory still out about, like, what it could be. And have you ever seen the map? I don't know if you have, but I was, like, looking at it when I was doing the research. And it yeah. is interesting. Like, it covers the entire coast of Antarctica. Like, it maps even the little peninsulas. You know, it maps they, the same. Yeah, they talk about it. On ancient aliens all the fucking time. Oh, do they really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, fucking great. <laughs> all right. Well, there's that. Which, I mean, you know. one of the reasons that show's been on for a million years is because it is interesting and fun, right? Yeah, for sure. You know, for sure. But again, you know, we're talking about Antarctica. That's something part of it. You know, the map, and it goes around whether it's real or not. You know, it's just, nonetheless, it's interesting. So um, other notables we should mention about uh, Antarctica, just small little snippets that really, not a story, but... Um, everything from the Yetis, they have said they've not only are they seen there, but they have a, like a, a civilization of Yetis there. Um, you know, I mean, if you're going to be a Yeti, I, I guess that's where I'm going to hang where there's no human beings, right? There's that. Yeah, might as well. Um, giant fish with human heads that are supposedly come from Nazi experiments. There's that. Uh, oh, yeah. Nazis, the, I forgot the Yetis fought alongside the Nazis, apparently, yeah, when they oh, yeah, yeah. Operation High Jump. <laughs> of course. Why not? God, if you have somebody on your side. And then actual UFO bases hidden beneath the ice. But, you know, you know, conspiracy theories that surround a continent that is just fucking inhabitable for humans unless you make it work. Of course, you're going to have these things. Of course, you have really a blank slate to have whatever fucking theory you want to have out there because there's, who's going to disprove you? There's nobody living there. Right? It's so, the new dark forest, right? Yeah. No, exactly. Exactly. You know, what What are we going to do? This mistress over here, so we're going to say stuff about it. But uh, Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's Antarctica, man. I mean, and there's other stuff, too. Um, your little tidbit on Bird, you know, great. I stumbled on him as well. I, I, that sounds like that's where most of that Nazi bullshit comes into play. Um, and, yeah. again, there's other things out there. But those are the highlights. And, and I, for such a land that's just, you know, it's been mysterious for centuries, and it really still is. I mean, like I said in the very beginning, we just not too recently found a giant underground lake, creatures that were just just phenomenal stuff. So I, you know, but this stuff doesn't need to go hand in hand with that. We we can we can kind of balance science a little bit with with this other. Yeah, shit. it's a weird you place, know. but like that's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. And there's tons of weird places on this fucking earth. If you think about it, if you really dial down into it, you know, it's just one of them. So anyway, yeah, for sure. But yeah, there you go, folks. That's Antarctica. You know, like I said, we've been wanting to kind of cover this for a while. Um, I, I'll be honest with you. I was young being that when I was stationed in the Navy, but I didn't know any of these there. And even when I was there, I don't remember anybody fucking, Oh, did you hear about the Yetis outside? I, none of that shit was ever fucking talked about when I was stationed there. So I was like, ah, it, it was all okay. top secret Shane. Oh, evidently. Yeah. Well, of course, it's all you wouldn't know about it. Cause you were yeah. in the military. That's right. With, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, I was drinking the Kool-Aid, right? Yeah. 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 I was drinking the Kool-Aid along with everybody else. So, you know, need to know basis, need yeah. to know. So anyway, but there you go. So, folks, let us know what you think. Um, again, you know, we just like covering weird shit and, and you know, go from there. Uh, let us know. You can write us to strangeuncles at gmail.com. You can call us at 509. Uh, God damn, I forgot the number. 261 Anyway, I forgot the number. Uh, I don't know. Listen to another episode. Yeah, There's exactly. a, You'll catch it. <laughs> 6945 is the end of it. 6945. There you go. 251. 6945. 
Uh, what do we yeah, got yeah, yeah. on? Um, <laughs> what do we got on socials, man? Uh, we are at Strange Uncles Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. We are at Strange Uncles on Twitter. We have a YouTube channel. Uh, we do that. We'll see where it goes. So I think that's about it. Yep. Yep. No. Cool. So, like I said, we'll try to keep this thing on track. But again, you know, life kind of gets in the way. Um, nothing else. You know, you guys will have oddities to listen to as well. We'll throw that out there. Um, and then soon here, uh, we'll try to throw out a couple more. Hopefully, like two or three or four, if we can, before the holiday gets done. But then we're going to take a break. We usually do anyway. We've been doing this for for some time. Uh, everybody gets busy in the holidays with family and stuff, so it's a good time for us. Just kind of cool. We're, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna take a break too at the same time, and then usually we tackle it again in January. So uh, we'll throw some more stuff out there and kind of wrap up the season. But um, yeah. yeah, you got anything else? If Josh? there's uh, something we haven't covered, we be, like Shane said, we've been doing this for a while. Um, but if there's something we haven't covered or something that you, uh, that there's new developments with maybe that we've covered that you'd like us to, uh, take another look at or dive deep into, uh, send, send that to Shane send it our at way. strange uncles at email drop yeah. at gmail.com, not email. Yep. Anyway, send those to Shane and we'll, uh, we'll, that'll give us something to dig into. Yep. Absolutely. You know, the more the merrier. So anyway, until then, um, thanks everyone. See you later, man. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Bye. Close the gates and shit.